0: Hey everybody, it's Damien Khoury here from The Other Side Podcast. And uh, as you probably may or may not know, uh, I'm running for the... Uh, Brisbane West seat of Ryan in the federal election coming up in just well just under two weeks now so I'm particularly excited today because the mainstream media has been really ignoring the minor parties and the Liberal Democrats have had a lot of trouble getting on to the mainstream media so uh, I was kind of uh, pleased that I put aside a little bit of money in the budget to fly down to Melbourne and uh, and catch up with Matt and check out the new discernible studios that that built here in East Melbourne uh, just for uh for the, for the future and also for me, you know, for this interview today. So I'm, I'm really excited to be the first one to be interviewed in the brand new studio setup. So let's go say hi to Matt, check it all out, and then we'll get into the interview. Matt!
1: Dude!
0: That's a. It's always weird when we see each other in 3D, you know, because we're normally just the screens and stuff. Dude! Dude would have been waiting for me, you know. Excited that I'm here. Matt! We'll just go. Matt? Oh. Whoa.
1: Hey. Hey. Welcome hey, to the studio. Good to see you in the flesh again. Oh, welcome. There you go. Oh. You're real. Yeah, you too. Wow, how it's weird. It's amazing. Welcome to the studio. So, this is a December interview set. You've seen it before? Yeah. It's not looking to... uh got working on it. we things together still. Oh, it looks alright. All right. Look, we've got the same cupboards. Yeah. yeah. The same chairs that we used to sit in. You don't need to be here. Cool. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah, we could do that or we could, yeah. It's not good enough. You've no got other rooms here, right? you got other oh, yeah. all, all right, we'll do. It. I'll show you some of the other rooms. Okay. Welcome to Melbourne, by the way. Yeah, it's always good to be in Melbourne, you know, despite the politics. Don't be like
1: that. Well, no. we're. I,
0: I can hardly. Yeah, I yeah. so come from Queensland. We come
1: deliberately on. chose this area to build the three new studios to be close right. to Daniel. Oh, you're close to Daniel. Daniel. Oh, very oh, close. Really? So we'll go past his house and look. You've
0: following you right <laughs> around next. Yeah, <laughs> well, you get up to something in here. All
1: right, in, uh, what are you in here. People's project. A bit bigger. A bit right. more space to fit your ego. Or, or, yeah. This, this oh, is oh, the low blow. blow. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a
0: really low blow. This, this is, is, the blow. is the people's project set. Yeah. It's coming along. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's pretty good. We've got sound deadening. Right. Yeah. Oh, and and, uh, and this is for the. This is acoustic. Uh, oh, phone, mate. Excellent. Yeah. No, it looks good, mate. Um, it's all not right, good so enough for you know. either? No, 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 hey! I just want to talk to you casually about what's going on with climate yeah, change no, stuff. Yeah, no, I was excited because I,
0: I thought it was it was, it was great.
1: Should, should I go and put my suit on?
0: Is there uh, another... There's
1: another room? Is this it, right,
0: it? All, all right. right. So you got this try one try and right. that uh, one and... Control room, mate. Okay. okay. Control room. Right. This is exciting. Look so
1: at <sighs> the carpet. of so so like the floor. Is this good is enough This is professional. This is really... Carpenter's great. Yeah. You got some... Chairs and you stuff. Know, you know what's amazing, while we're here, <clears throat> for that People's Project Studio, these are the carpet tiles that we're gonna put down. Look at the colors, that's discernible colors. Oh yeah, it is ah. Wow, with the blue and the black and the, yeah, and the white. Very cool, that's very cool, yeah. All right, well if, if this is not good enough for you, I have to leave you in the park.
0: In the park? Yeah, yeah well I'm well, happy with you if you've got chairs, or yeah, the not chairs. Okay, yeah, All the park, right, to, the the park, good, to the park, To the park. Go to the park.
1: Welcome to my new set. You like this set? I did. Wow, unbelievable! I spent 30 grand on that set plus rent. I spent 50 grand on that set. Not good enough for you. Let's, it's not finished mate And a free park so daniel has paid for us today eh? yes
0: this is great the taxpayers of victoria and yeah. 180 billion debt now is it here i shouldn't say daniel paid i'm perpetuating the myth yes perpetuating the myth that the government pays for anything when it doesn't pay for anything
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about here is climate change climate change you want to talk about? yeah
0: that? no i didn't want to talk about climate change so much as i wanted to talk about what Um, climate change or how climate change is being used as an issue to manipulate I think to manipulate young people the teal
1: mislead them. the independents and stuff
0: yeah the teal independents I call them the greens too even though so we've got that that's the green party pretending to be independent and then you've got the red party the socialists pretending to be greens that's the Australian Greens Um, there's just a lot of deception going on at that youth vote level and I think We've worked kids into a frenzy about climate change. For decades, yeah. yeah. and it's a threat, but it's not the big, well, it may or may not be, I mean, I know there are some people who don't, still don't see it as a threat, but um, it, let's say it is a threat. Uh, even so, uh, it's not the biggest threat that we're facing at the moment. The biggest threat that we're facing as a country at the moment is, firstly, the debt that we're carrying. And that's particularly should be particularly of concern to the young Australians. This is what they should be voting on this election.
1: They don't think like that.
0: Old oh no, they no. That's them. right. Yeah. So they're being manipulated by these, these, effectively people who have a particular political agenda, and they're wrapping it up like a. It's like the Trojan horse thing, and they're yeah. they're using climate to sort of bring in more left wing big government policies and seize power. I think. It's, yeah. it's not healthy and. It'd be great if the Greens just said, look, we're a socialist party. You know, that's what we see. are. All our policies are socialists. Here we are, we are the Reds, or we are the, social, the Australian Socialist Party. And then people would at least know what they're buying, you know. With the Liberal Democrats, you know, we're into liberty
1: and democracy. So, you, know. you know, That's funny, though. You guys talk about what you stand for, but when I hear... Um the Greens and Penny Wong and Plibersex are the left type of people in the Labour Party. They only talk about what they're against. So, so ScoMo's um, given money for mates, um, Liberal Party is wasting it, so they're just attacking. They don't often, in my view, the climate people for example, they, don't, they talk about net zero and stuff, but it's mainly ScoMo's done nothing for the climate, he's going to burn us down. I feel like they're not offering a positive agenda and they're collecting a protest vote from the young who have been scared into climate Mm. catastrophe and they're like you need to um, stick it to the capitalist pig dogs.
0: Yeah it's a game and the kids are being used basically it's like you know it's the oh it's the billionaires and the evil corporations well actually it isn't it's big government that's spending, it's big government that's put us in this position where we've got a trillion dollars worth of debt. It's politicians too gutless to stand up and say, hey, guys, we have to stop spending. We can't spend, yeah. right? Because, and, and I've, I've seen it on the campaign trail being out there with Elizabeth Watson-Brown, who's the Green candidate in, in my electorate, and she looks like she could very, very easily take this seat from the Liberals. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is a very well-spoken person, a well-spoken woman. I don't think she's particularly... Herself, um, maybe not being so manipulative, but yeah. maybe some of the candidates are not, you know, are not aware of, of how they're being played. Maybe they're part of the part of the game too. But I mean, it sounds like a conspiracy theory. I'm not implying that, but it is definitely a strategy to kind of, uh, I mean, because she gets up there and she says, "We're going to give you this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to have free, you know, university, and we're going to have free childcare, and we're so going to have amazing. free dental and mental yeah. in Medicare." Yeah. It's like, well, no, nothing's free, Elizabeth. How are you going to pay
1: for it? Are you okay in this hot sun? Are you brown enough to withstand yeah. the sun? Yeah, how oh, are you doing? Well, my Asia, Asian yellow skin, skin is not, it's gonna burn. You burn it? Yeah. No, yeah. I've got some sunscreen on my face. Hey, so, have you noticed that like with Tim Wilson, you know who that is? So Tim Wilson's pretty, he's in Liberal Party, he came from the IPA, he now has the seat of uh, Goldstein, which is like Brighton, mm. you know, um, like mm. Bondi Junction in Sydney. Mm. Kind of a influence of Paradise uh he's fighting off a challenge from one of the climate people uh zoe daniel the independent he, climate people who yeah they're not independent and he's he's really fighting that and then josh friedenberg a Treasury is fighting in kuyong against monique uh, ryan yeah. and, and you hear this the thing that they seem most worried about the thing they fight for their survival against is from the left is this, mm. is this a legitimate battle that Tim Wilson, Frydenberg and then even ScoMo and others are fighting? They're worried about attacks from the left and so that's dragging them to the left? Or is that not representative of, of what people are calling out for? Because you see them all day in the media saying people are calling for this and we're delivering this. Climate, better climate future for everyone. I'm like, mate, I'm not sure that's what the Liberal base want you to talk about.
0: No, and, and I think this is part of the problem and it's happening with Julian Simmons in the seat of Ryan. Um, in in Brisbane, where I'm running, uh, he's the incumbent Liberal, mm. um, and his whole campaign. I mean, there couldn't be less blue on his flyers if he tried. He's got more green on there than than any of the Greens candidates practically.
1: But well, why are they doing that? They they're doing it because they're
0: reading the polls and thinking, oh, this is the only way we're going to be able to win. Go and, and yeah. there's a to a certain extent, I I sympathise with that because I get where they're coming from. And in the House of Representatives, you've got to win a majority, or you've got yeah. to at least get you know, a majority you know, majority with preferences. So. You know, I kind of get it, but at the same time, what is the point if you're going to just throw your values out and you're going to be the same-same as everybody else? Because cool. well, they'll right? vote
1: for Labor or Greens anyway. They're not going to vote for Tim Well, that's Timberland. right,
0: yeah. I mean, get out there and give people something different to vote for. I mean, that's if we it, had their risky. money, I think it's risky, but it requires... It's character building, and it might take years, and it might it might not happen immediately. But then, at least you are consistent with your values, and you're not damaging your brand for the long term. I mean, they complain about the Liberal Democrats emerging now with Campbell Newman and with Topher Field in Tasmania. You've got David Limbrick here in Victoria. We've got John Ruddick in New South Wales, Kate Fentonill over in uh, in Western Australia. And there's this this sort of feeling that, oh, how dare you, you know, from the Liberals. It's like, how dare you create another Liberal Party, so they tried to get us to change our name, even though we've had it that's for 20 ridiculous. years, and they've succeeded. Yeah. Um, and after the election, we will have to be- become the Liberty and, and Democracy Party. It's probably better than... It, uh, to, than look, it doesn't matter, we're the Lib Dems, you know, and it will always be the Lib Dems. No. But what you see is what you get with our party, yeah, well, no, and so. what they're doing is, you know, they're, they're betraying the core Liberal values. Well, once you do that, you're finished. What have you got? If you don't, if you don't believe in your own product and your own... Um, uh, value set. Um, yeah, but you how guys, do you take
1: that to, to the to the people? Yeah, well, that, take it to the people. You need some massive PR because this the chippy over here, who you met, this the um, carpenter building those studios. I was just talking to him about it, and he, he thinks Albo's a joke because he's got a brain. He's got eyes and ears, and he thinks Scomo's a joke too, right? Because that's plain to see. But he says, better the devil you know. So he's going to vote ScoMo. Right. So, you know, here we have a, a um, Lib Dems candidate right here in front of his face. How do I get he, them to engage beyond the the two majors? That's, you guys have really got to become more mainstream.
0: Yeah, well, 30% plus of Australia are sort of, uh, um, you know, saying that they're going to vote for a minor party. Which they're is a record, gonna, yeah. Yeah, and I think that if we see that, then the message will be sent loud and clear. And it'll be sent to the Liberal Party as well about, don't stray from your core values you don't get our vote if you're gonna you know we got you over the line in 2019 yeah uh the quiet australians well the quiet australians are going to abandon scomo this time i hope give their vote to the freedom parties one of the freedom parties and hopefully the liberal democrats and then that's going to have an impact even if we don't win per se uh you know every single seat that we're going for uh at least it's going to say to the liberal party the message guys you know you got mm. in on preferences from the freedom parties so you may to scrape over the line we still got you over the line but these but the the people are saying they're sending a message they're sending a a, a clear message to say don't take us for granted ever again that you're going to get my vote okay and that's important that's yeah. really important it, and that's why i want people to understand that their vote can't be wasted not in you this can country, vote for no. a minor yeah. party and then your preference
1: you know you put your preferences down put your major party that you prefer mm. Yep, yeah, so you down. can take a, a risk if that's how you feel and vote for LDP and then don't worry, you got your SCOMO back up down there on preference four, whatever mm. right it's all right.
0: That's the one good thing about Australia's system, and that's why I like the preferential voting system, is that you can it's a multi-round system, but it's all happening in one day. Yeah. Um, so you know the French do it, they take weeks because they do one round at a time. This is it's all another name for the preferential voting system is the instantaneous multi-round oh, for uh, God's sake. playoff or something. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you, you, so, it's the political, uh, you know, trivia that you know you, you love, right? Uh, you just love it when I get to the.
1: I'm trip. I'm ripping Gen Z and millennials, just saying. Stop talking about debt. Shut up. Uh, okay so you got some oh, mate we have to talk about debt Matthew. no don't don't talk about debt. because i'm over it no
0: but the point is that who's paying it off is this is where the whole the whole thing about this young is people not how to rich them you need to trick them
1: into voting for
0: you yeah you well that's to? exactly what the greens have been doing and what you know this idea that we can have free everything no guys you're going to be paying it off in 20 years time it's going on to the debt bill and the worst thing about it is you know your future's being spent now every time government spends money. I know.
1: I know you're pitching now because you're looking at the camera. The I haven't future. looked at the camera this whole time. I look at the camera when I want to engage the audience. I'm trying to have a real conversation. Hey, so television. let's let's put our business hats on, right? Because you've run businesses. I've you've run much larger businesses than I have, Mr. Um, World Economic Forum signed up Edelman people. Uh, people. Yeah, people have been hassling me about that. Uh, what? Because because where you used to run Edelman, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're signed yeah, I know. up to the WF program. So they assume you're a young leader they from didn't the just sign program.
0: up from the wf program richard edelman himself used to go to davos every year oh, wonderful. and he'd write these little dispatches in the morning from davos and one of the reasons i left edelman was was going all woke it was oh, pushing all that crap so you're
1: anti all that uh, totally hey so um you put our business hats on you would want the liberal party to continue sliding left because the more you get that product differentiation for the ldps to become a good third party yeah there is that except yeah. that
0: i don't particularly see it as a political game this is our country you know so i'd rather it. see the like campbell newman says i'd rather see the liberal party reform itself and get oh, back on to its really? core values
1: no but even if well, they did reform themselves they're too big to be able to say certain things they're hedged all the time right wedged all the yeah
0: time. look i'm one of these people that thinks it's healthy that we have minor parts small, yeah. more smaller smaller parties because yeah. i think then people are more likely but australians are going to have to get used to the idea there's a bit of a childish thing in Television media in Australia, where it's like, oh, oh, ah, you know, two people from the same party disagreed about something. Oh. Ooh, you know, whereas in America, it's like common that a Republican and another Republican will disagree on something. Yeah. I mean, they might report on it, it might be a thing, but it's common, it's routine. Um, whereas we've got this weird thing in Australia where we expect, well, everybody's totally aligned, and oh my goodness, if they disagree, how could that possibly be? I think it's
1: part of our culture, the we're very different. We're less ornery. We're all, we're all, we're more like don't rock the boat. Be one of the club here. It's almost like that descended from convicts or from the jailers, from jailers is still here. I feel that, and my family's uh, you know immigrants, and I still feel a bit like you got to behave.
0: But it was the I, you know people talk about Australians descending from convicts and and jailers, but it really um, the big population surge was the gold rush, and that's that Foreigners that's where in. it was really a country of. But not just any foreigners, it was the risk takers, the the people who wanted to, uh, to innovate, who to wanted to start a new life, the so entrepreneurial spirit. That must be here then. Well, I hope so, because that's what built this country. Right? It doesn't seem evident anymore. No, man. it doesn't. This I don't is, know why, but yeah.
1: Well, this is the horrifying thing of the last two years. Forget Daniel Andrews and friends, and um, what's his name, Mike McGowan, it's um, the people we've most been horrified about. I think I said this to you last night in an interview with Topher Field. You look around and you go, really? That's what's underneath? The pressure comes on and my fellow Australians are crucifying one another mm. over a mask. Hor- horrendous. Horrendous. I'm and it's worried. still going on. You know,
0: the science to suggest that we need to wear masks in the airports now is pretty banned. slim. Yeah. Right? And and I'm still going through the airport hearing you know put your mask on on. and and feeling like uh i just want to put it on so people don't stare at me or i just want to put
1: it on so i don't have to deal with people telling me to put it on have Um, you noticed booster uptake going down i've been hearing a lot of this people are happily happily double juiced and they're like i'll get the third maybe but then the people say you must like really nah screw you and they're like i'm out i've had 2 i have not the third well there's that also and the fact that you've if you've had covid i mean i got covid
0: in 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 America in January on Christmas Day sorry Uh, and I had it into January Um, and as far as I'm concerned you know uh, I've double jabbed I've had COVID I mean do I I mean is the science really strongly strongly there to say you know that the risk uh, the risk benefit equation is such that you would want to have the booster in your situation no no I mean you'd,
1: you'd be pissed if they tried to mandate that on you surely
0: absolutely and that's that's a core you know Liberal Democrats' principle. It's not that, um, I mean, vaccines are there and people yeah. should have the right to choose whether or not they want to take them. Um, unless there is an incredibly large social benefit, and yeah. even then you, you would sure. need really quite substantial social benefit. Um, but we know with COVID, the scientific reality is that the social benefit, like, you know, whether one of us, it's just getting the evidence for that is getting weaker and weaker. And so there's no real impetus to say we have to have 100% of the population vaccinated we can have 90% 80% 70% um, and, and, and it doesn't look as though my vaccination status is going to help anybody else at all so
1: well, I have it on good don't worry I have it on good authority
0: taken off uh, taken off the social media platforms no, okay.
1: uh, um, we still got 10 minutes before we have to go hey so um, I have it on good authority that what is it, my body my choice is back in fashion because of Roe v. Wade in the mm, US mm. so don't worry bodily autonomy is making a return
0: yeah well bodily autonomy <laughs> uh, whose body is the question i mean the no, problem with no, no, the, I the, a the parallel i was making a vax I know you are it. but the parallel between that vax and that and the and the abortion debate thing you is do see the parallel well there's a slight I, parallel I maybe see hypocrisy it's, it's hypocrisy yeah i mean because you're talking about two bodies you're talking about two people and we can't continue to pretend that uh you know uh, late-term abortion is, is, a, uh, is an okay thing. You've got I'm not sure this is a vote winner. You, you, you're now talking about winner, climate change, abortion, and we've talked about
1: vaccine stuff. It's one of those interviews. you got to <laughs> you got to get elected in Ryan, mate. I'm a terrible politician. Look, at the end of the day, <laughs> I think a lot of us just want government to leave us the hell alone well, and that's on right. with our lives. Look, and that's
0: the point. That's how you um, win. Yeah. Just get out of people's way. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I think... You've got, to, you've got to look at issues and say, well, how can we keep things as liberal as we possibly can? How can we put freedom on the agenda, put people's civil liberties on the agenda? Um, it's one thing to say, you know, we're having a, 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 a pandemic and we all need to, to pull our socks up and do something. It's quite another thing to say, well, I'm going to rule like a king and I'm going to decree and fine and over-police and shut people down and act like a totalitarian dictator uh in the name of one metric which is covid deaths right and that metric wasn't even well mm-hmm. uh researched we didn't have good data we still don't have great data um it's still hard to work out you know cause of death in relation to covid versus other underlying factors or uh, even the you know the the data on vaccines is very fuzzy. We need
1: clearer, better data on. It's all getting that clearer stuff. as the Pfizer data, data done, clearer, comes out. Yes, it's very some interesting. horrifying things in there. Horrifying. There's some misinformation around that too. People saying, "See, it proves that they're all evil," and they're misreading the data. But certainly, it is much worse than we expected.
0: Yeah, well, that's what happens. You get extremes, which you and I well know, yeah. when you don't have uh, clear, balanced, sensible discussion, yeah. and you shut down discussion, which is what mm-hmm. the left has been doing to the right. And then the left go, oh, and then now we've got all these crazies emerging on the right. It's like, well, you get crazies emerging on all sides of politics when you don't have a sensible, balanced conversation about things, and when you try to shut everything down. And that's what, you know, it's not a new phenomenon, but it's
1: you know, who's not looking so good, your mate, the um, guy you kept referencing, that doctor, What's his name, Z Dog, Z Dog Oh really? Some of his, I mean, he, I haven't, I, he, I, I haven't understand. had time to watch anything lately. Yeah, not yeah. even your shows. But uh, uh-huh. sorry, because <laughs> he, he's had. I understand there's a level of balance that you've liked in him, and I yeah. saw that too. Yeah, I but, thought he was fairly. Yeah, but then he lost focused. his, he lost his way a little bit when he started to um, attack people like he had Van Den Bosch and became a little bit more authoritarian and slandery, and now some of the stuff he's been saying it's all falling apart. The the um, transmission and the stuff he was relying. Is
0: on he like. admitting it though? Because he seems like the sort of person who would. Kind of say, oh okay. Was yeah, wrong he's good. Way. He's
1: a mixed bag. So he's yeah. starting to say it's pretty good. But you know who's better? The other guy, the Indian doctor that you've been putting on your shows—is he Sanjay? I only Gujaris? had him on once. No, not Sanjay Gupta. That's the CNN. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, he's <laughs> tragic. No, yeah. The one that you had on the Indian guy. Yeah, he,
0: I don't. I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, he had a. I only had it on one. But one he, clip he's of really he's. More he goes more right into where does it go and how does it move through the body and yes. stuff. But people didn't like that when I put
1: that on. I got a lot of no, heat for that. But his channel in general, he's much more open. He'll sit down with a hardcore on one side and the other and he'll make. And he's uh, been coerced into having to th- because he works in healthcare and so he's um, he's not happy about that. Anyway, he's much Dr. more open. B, B, Dr. B Dr. B here. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've become a fan of his. Okay.
0: Yeah, I I found it, it was pitched more to a fairly educated scientifically educated audience and I'm not because I think he's a teacher, online teacher oh, and stuff. That's okay. but he teaches the high end stuff. Whereas uh, Dr. John Campbell, um he's a nursing educator, yeah. So British he guy. he's able to break things he's down in a way that people can understand, I think, a bit better and he's pretty good on the data. But a lot of people don't like him either. I got a lot of uh, heat from um, you know, anti COVID vaccination per people about John as well um, really? I thought he was pretty balanced he actually has been pretty good on covering the um, adverse uh, effects of the vaccine too, yeah. cautiously
1: yeah so you, the battery ran out there i those... stop paying out my studio my equipment and my stuff I if came if you want all the to way down to Melbourne show.
0: and it's like you're like yeah I can we can do an hour you know before your next appointment and your battery, your studio's not ready, the batteries go flat halfway through the interview. I mean, it doesn't send a lot of love to me. It doesn't say, Damo, I appreciate you being here. You are know? like breaking my fe- heart. You're yeah. the
1: most featured person on my channel in the history of my channel. This is my beautiful studio, this is lovely. It is, it is. it actually is. It's fantastic and it's the
0: one good thing that the Victorian government has done, probably.
1: This area? Yeah. 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 Mm. Daniel, yo! My oh, favourite city watching. in the
0: world and I want to cry every time I
1: come down there. Yeah, it used to be my favorite city in the world. Lived here for quite a while. Food's good. Box Food's is fantastic. Tupac, Tupac. Do you like fried, Taiwanese fried chicken?
0: Yeah, Korean fried chicken is no. good too.
1: Yeah, I've had that a million times. Why do you think I got the size I am? Taiwanese fried chicken, it's a whole nother level. It's like batter. Um, what do you call, um, you know in the Japanese when they make the, the light batter? Yeah, I don't know. tempura. Tempura, it's like tempura yeah. batter around chicken thigh. Oh, I go there now. Oh don't, you're killing me. Oh, I haven't got have... time. <laughs>